One. Old George held up a hand, and Matt stopped talking. George eased his body out of the kitchen chair. He shuffled over to the CD player on the cupboard and pushed a button. Elvis stopped whop-a-lop bambooming. The hut was suddenly quiet. George slowly turned his head to catch any sound. The long jagged scars stood out on his black cheeks and forehead. I thought I heard something. Footsteps crunched on the path, then silence. A plank of wood creaked on the back veranda. Somebody ran past the side of the hut. A shape flicked across the light from the kitchen window. George raised one eyebrow at Matt. Sounds like we've got visitors. Matt was suddenly afraid. He looked at the scars on George's face, the deep hack across his nose, and remembered. There were no voices outside, only the running of feet and the brush of bodies against walls. Matt's eyes were fixed on the kitchen window, waiting for a face to appear in the darkness. He knew he'd be no match for whoever was out there. He looked at his fists. They seemed so puny. George went to the kitchen sink and leaned over to peer out the window. His back stiffened. Matt's stomach tightened. Who is it, George? Matty, I think you'd better. There was an explosion of glass. George staggered back, his hands rising to protect his face as glass showered around him. Windows smashed on all sides of the hut. Matt flinched at the violence of the noise. The smashing stopped and there was an eerie silence. George stood among glittering splinters of glass. Matt's pulse raced, but he sat as rigid as a statue. George pointed at the passage, silently urging Matt to get out of the kitchen. Matt didn't move. Quick, hide, Matty, while you've got a chance. Matt's brain was screaming, Get out of here! But his feet refused to budge. He couldn't leave George. George looked at Matt's white face. His confusion and fear were obvious to George. I said go! The front door handle clicked, turned, and the door swung open. Against the darkness of night, the man was hard to see. He was dressed in black jeans and T-shirt. A black balaclava covered his face, only his eyes and mouth showing. There was a blonde moustache on the top lip. Behind him were two other men, balaclavas over their heads. George spoke. Let the boy go first. The leader raised one hand and snapped his fingers. One of the men strode...